Outcast, welcome back to the Outcast with Buzz and Juice here, episode 35, the Frank Thomas A Train Edition. God, I hate you. Sorry. Who who was first? We talked about this on 34. The A Train. This is the A Train episode, my friends. I apologize. I apologize for upsetting you with the uh, big hurt ve- comments. You know, Detroit already pissed me off today, and now you're about to lay this shit on me? <laughs> God. We'll be talking Chicago Bulls, MLB spring training, had an awesome Twitter question of the week for the fans. Juice, what do you got for the people besides Detroit pissing you off? Well, Detroit pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of have to get into this one. We just get, let's just go. All right, you're right with the outcast. <laughs> Outcast with Buzz and Juice. As y'all know, I am your man Buzz, and to my left, as always, we got our dude Juice. Juice, Juice Man, Buzz. Congratulations, my friend. Cheers to that. Thank you. I don't know if you, don't you know listeners if, have heard yet. Maybe you break know. your news. Oh, I have a new job. I, how amazing. I know. I get to be a normal human being. So, for those that are listening to this, I think you guys already knew the background. The diehard listeners did. I worked in a rail yard. I worked um, for the railroad since I've been 18, 19 years old. Crazy schedule. I am now 27. Crazy schedule. Never home. Uh, Hard with a family. Hard with a podcast. Hard with a dream. And uh, I found a job that will allow me to make a little bit more than I was making, believe it or not, at the railroad with a better schedule. And uh, Those exist? Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> so um, I found one of those. I accepted the job. I'll be training in St. Louis on the week of March 18th. You can find me in St. Louis. And, hey, Mark, uh, do you ever hear that Nelly song? I what are going to play rain all day? Some I'm, got jobs I'm just going to play country grammar yay. and wear a St. Louis oh, Cardinals just hat. smoking all day. Oh, I can't wear a St. Louis. Oh, Louis. yeah. A Cardinals hat. Nelly, my friend. But Nelly. Dirty he, Nelly. Didn't he always wear a St. Louis he, Cardinals he, dude, hat? Dude, he's all about the He's all about the loot. Remember, he's from the loot, know, and he's just, proud. What a now? I'm just surprised that you are okay with that. I'm, hey, Nelly, Nelly just, is like the one exception. I'm just saying. It's it. like I was in Detroit, and I know I'm about to lose it in De- I'm Detroit. You can't lose it before I can't, cleaning. yeah, I know. you're going to dirty but, up my cleaning. But, like, Detroit's got one thing going for him, and it's Eminem. Like, that's it. And he like, sucks. Just think, like, St. Louis, I know it's built on, like, it's pretty much built on, like, this nasty dump, and it's a dump of a city, and it's trash, and I feel bad that you actually have to go there to train, but they have one exception, and it's, like, my man Dirty Nelly. All right. Like, like country grammar, hot in here? Like, come on, my friend. Those are Like, great. ride with me? Come on. Those are That's great. That's a childhood, my friend. Those are great. But, yeah, so. Clean I, it up, because I got it so messy I'm going right to clean now. it up. I accept the job Monday through Friday, 7 to 4, weekends off. That means the outcasts are going to be going crazy this summer. Hey, that's all I'm going to say. Podcast, I'm putting everybody on notice. Y- y'all, y- y'all put on notice. Make your money while you can, because this, this shit's over now. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that, like, we weren't trying, but, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. So now that we have those hours back, both of us do, this shit's this is a wrap. Oh, yeah, people are in trouble. This is like this is Jordan Scotty in their prime. 
Like if and, I, and, the, we, and we're both Jordan. I just got to say one thing. If I say I'm going to go chain myself to something, I'm going to go do it now because I got the time. If some little bitch from New York calls me a mouse, hey. I'll bust his dome when he's here. It's that same company who's stealing everybody's content. We got to watch him. Might be us next. Oh, yeah. Probably be stealing our content and coming out. Let's crack one open. You know what I'm saying? Let's, clean, let's clean do this up. house clean and shit. Everybody, be sure you're going to sportsmockery.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs. Shots fired. Um... You know, every Chicago sport is covered. If you dig Las Vegas, check out the Sin City Mockery as well. Be sure you're going to TixBlitz.com. That is TixBlitz.com. TixBlitz. TixBlitz. Using the promo code Mockery to get 10% off your first purchase. Um, be sure you're going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Be sure you're giving us the best rating and review that you possibly can. And most importantly, subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter at SMBuzzweed. You can follow the Juice Man at SMJuiceMan. Most importantly, follow the Outcast Twitter at SMOutcasts. Is that it? I think that's We it. got a cool thing going on now. Maybe we should mention the uh, the Outcast Madness we got oh, going on go. for the month of March. Yeah, Juice had a great idea. Started up the Outcast Madness. We're going to be doing a... Uh, a giveaway. Bracket challenge, uh, baby. Bra- Put your brackets to the test. And tell the people what they get if they win. Choice of Chicago baseball tickets. Two weekend game. Cubs or Sox. Your choice. We will we will send you to the game on us. You and, and will a friend. be there. Yeah, you and a friend. We'll all go together. How amazing is that going to be? So, and if you feel like you don't want to sit by us, we're cool with that. Yeah, we But I'm just going to yeah. tell you, we're going to be there, and it's going to be a hell of a time. Juice man. Myself, Brad, it'd be a good time. I live up there, uh, Juice Man. Or, uh, Juice Man. You're Plus, Juice Man. You been drinking? A little bit. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. I was stuck in the hellhole that's Detroit, listening to Detroit radio all week. You keep bringing up Detroit, so our first thing that we get into is going to be Bears, but just make sure you tell the people again, one more time, what they could win. Cubs or Sox tickets, weekend game during the summer. What's better than baseball in Chicago during the summer? Nothing. You got drinks. You got Wrigley or uh, or the South Side. You know, hanging out. Maybe maybe make a day out of it. Maybe you know you go to the game and take in the nightlife, at, uh, hang out downtown. Maybe you got a girlfriend that you're uh, you know trying to impress. Hey, hey, baby, I got those tickets. Hey, we're going to the she game. I think you're Imagine. a degenerate if you listen to our podcast. Imagine. Imagine the possibilities, but you got to make sure you're going to the ESPN Outcast bracket, making sure you're submitting a bracket, following the podcast at SM Outcast, and subscribing to the podcast on either Spotify, SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, my friends. Google so Play, too. Send us, uh, your, send us your brackets. We'll be in it as well. So you can, guys, if you don't win, you can talk shit if you beat me and Brad or not. They fucking beat me. I don't know, maybe. I win the, we win the bracket like every year almost. I know. Except last hey, year I got busted, hey, Virginia. I, I'm just I'm just saying, anybody anybody can win this. That's anybody. true. That is true. It is it is March Madness, and it's going to be some outcast madness, my so, friends. Well, so let's get in, because I know you forgot your nickname because you drank too many of these already. I did. I did. So we're, we're drinking uh, my pants. <laughs> this is Maplewood's Juice Pants, an IPA. It's going to be real juicy. Um, a 7%. Oh, IPA, <laughs> and and the tag on it is juicy, 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 juicy J, my friends. Juicy J, what happened to Juicy J? Uh, I'm sure he's still rich. You know. Either way, what are you giving that, buddy? We haven't had, we haven't done one of these in a while, and this tastes amazing. We've drank every one of them. I just forget to log them. I know. There's so much shit. This to tastes do. amazing. Yeah, it's very good. I'm gonna give it a seven six. 
I'm gonna go with my highest score yet. Oh my god. Eight eight. Eight eight. So what are we gonna give that? Eight two. Around there. That sounds fair. That's whatever. That sounds fair. Eight two. All right. So juice pants by Maplewood. Yeah, is around the corner from my apartment. Right on. So that's way. an eight two. Whew. So maybe spin zone. Spin zone. Bracket challenge. You win. Head up to Maplewood. Get some hair. Have, have a juice pant with Mr. Juice. Head to the Cubs game. Juice what, pants what great... is the beer. He's not saying to get into his pants. Right, if you're if, if a chick wins, <laughs> just saying, my friend. Just saying. He's open for business. What a, what a great episode this is already. We haven't even talked to Lick Sports yet. Oh, I know. I, dude, if it, we haven't been down here since February 20th. I, I know, man. You it got a new March job. March life, life changed. Yes, it's all yeah. changed. So I think we've done enough foreplay buzz. You want to jump into some sports right now? Sure, man. So I want to lead in with a question that we asked on Twitter. Um, okay. You've seen rumors flying around about Antonio Brown. He sure. requested a trade. What was it last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago. And we knew the marriage was falling apart in the get-go. Right. And... A lot of Bears writers are writing that the Bears are a possibility. Now, if you – how could you turn down a number one wide receiver? So I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, we do have A-Rob. Antonio Brown's better. We know this. Right. I decided to run a poll, dude. Okay. So in this poll, I'm going to pull up – I mean, the poll is still active. Sure. But I'm going to pull up the, the votes on this. And 637 votes with 14 hours left for this. I put, all right, Bears fans, do you want Antonio Brown on this team? If so, what would you give up for him? If not, why? Vote vote and let me know down below. First option, hell yeah, you idiot. Because you'd think everybody would want a number one wide receiver, or you'd think that. Option two, hell no, he's an ass. Juice, I was surprised by how wide the margin was. It is 74% hell no, he is an ass to 26%. Hell yeah. You so forgot, you forgot the third option on that, though. What's that? And, and, and I watched this, and then I, I watched his interview. Um, and I looked at him, and I'm like, the third option should be, yes, but he's got to get rid of that terrible haircut and that blonde bullshit he's got going with the beard. Because he looks he looks weird as hell, man. He looks like an idiot. He, he looks he looked like a man. He looks like he's losing it. He looked like a man. And, and that I, looks like Dennis Rodman I, I in get football. The, uh, see, this is my argument with the whole thing. Like, I I love Antonio Brown, and I would love him in a in a Bears uniform. I'd be stupid. You're stupid if you don't think so. But this is the three things that really negate and make. This is why I said no. I actually voted in your poll. I said no. A, if we get him, there's a limited amount of cap space to fill the slots that we actually need. I mean, let's face it. Regardless if 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 they just decide to bring Amos back they're gonna need a safety they're gonna need another nickel corner and it's a limited amount of draft picks and to me the draft capital that you have is so precious right now that if you do end up giving up like a third or next year's first let's say that that's like the price tag on it because who knows because honestly I think I think the idea of this whole thing is to have I think a lot of teams are just saying yeah I'm gonna give an offer but I don't want to offer too much because that there's there's the thing you're going to have to resign him, plus he's already, like, labeled a cancer. So that's the second reason. So the first reason is that capital in the draft, and I just don't think there's enough assets to bring him in. And if you do bring him in, you're really depleting what you have. Two is the whole cancer thing. I mean, I don't – he could really ruin a locker room. And the problem with, with all of that is it, it, the Bears, I thought, were so tight-knit last year. That if you throw a wrench into that and he doesn't work, 
that's that's huge. You know, I mean, that's that's something that you end up taking a huge step back. And with technically a younger quarterback, I that was I my, wonder too, like my how I, he fits. I voted. Okay, and I I know you probably voted yes. I did not. I voted you vote, no. You voted no because listen, Ben Roethlisberger is a very good quarterback. Yeah, he's he he's, still plays. He's good. a little diva too, though. He is a little diva, but Mitch is so team first, team orientated, and his personality. I don't see Mitch and Antonio Brown, who is a expressive guy. I think that might hurt Mitch. Yeah, and I don't and want and I don't want right. that to happen. Would I yeah. like to have a number one receiver with his capabilities on my team? Yes, if Antonio Brown could keep it, put his uh, personality aside right now, then this is a for sure yes for me. Yeah, for I, sure. I don't give a shit about I, my draft. I worry bring too because I think, I think Mitch's like greatest asset from last year and the biggest asset to the offense was the fact that they spread the ball around. And I think that's made him a better quarterback. If you bring in a guy like that, I wonder, A, if he's complaining, you know, in the huddle, hey, I'm open, get me the ball, and then maybe Mitch forces something. And then, two, I think it's easier to game plan when you know that that guy needs X amount of touches. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say that, like, and I know that's bad, too, because he's one of the best in the league, and you should try to get him the ball as much as you can. But I, I also feel I like, like that's I like not how Nagy's offense doesn't work like that. Right. I, I mean, that's does does he fit in something like that? I I honestly too think that there's just going to be bigger offers out there to where this just doesn't even make it possible anyway. I think that there's probably a team that's going to give up maybe a second, a third, maybe even a first rounder that really is thinks that they're close to contending or just sees it as an asset and doesn't like the wide receiver class that's out right now. You know. So with that said, I. It'll be really interesting to see how this pans out because they have to trade him by like next week, right? Because he, he has like a three million dollar bonus or something that he's due. I'm just, I was just very surprised at the answer that a lot of Bears fans gave out because uh you know obviously it's very um enticing to have somebody of that capability on the offense, but you know I I'm with you. I I don't like his attitude. Um, I no, don't know what it's gonna. I don't know what it's gonna take. He quit on his team last year. Yeah, too. I don't know what it's gonna take you know, to get uh, him. And I'm really interested in keeping Callahan and Amos or Callahan and maybe getting Landon Collins. I don't know. Yeah, that was another thing, too, I was so, looking at. Uh, what, Landon possible. Collins, too. We do need a bigger receiver, but I think we could either find good. one still in free agency or we could draft, draft one. Yeah, I mean, I I also think, too, that the wide receiver position, while we're losing, I think, maybe Bellamy and White. Yeah, Kevin White's gone for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, White's definitely gone. But. So I mean, while we've signed, you know, you got you got Turbo, you got um, Alan Anthony Robinson, Miller, Anthony Miller. You're still going to need more than that. And I know Javon Wims is somebody that they're really probably better. They're, they're high on him. I just want. I wish he would have got a little bit more time. I mean, he could be the bigger receiver that we need. Right, and that's the that's what you hope. You know that you you really hit on a guy like that. But can you really bet on a seventh rounder? You know, that's the he looked right. okay in, in that in, week eighteen or whatever when. Uh, Allen Robinson was out and he was running routes. I think he only had like one or two catches, but he was he was there. He was out there. Week eighteen. Yeah. What week is that? When they play the Vikings. Seventeen. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say. What was like, are you talking about the playoff game? Um, yeah. Well, there's a bye week, buddy. Yeah, I know. There's only seventeen weeks though. Sixteen games, seventeen weeks. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you meant though. So it was against the Vikings. It, really? I don't remember him playing in that game. I don't know why. He was out there. Okay. Um. But yeah, regardless, I just you know hopefully he could be good. Hopefully you know he could be oh, yeah, that other receiver. I just want the math. Yeah, math. <laughs> You've been drinking. You forgot your mm-hmm. name. Um, 
I, I just want another big time receiver there. But I mean, I mean not big time, big er receiver. Yeah. Um. Just just somebody for for Mitch to lean on in the red zone too. But I I think I think Allen's gonna be a lot of that too. You know, I, and I also wondered too about Nagy's system when it comes to inside the red zone as well. You know, I mean, he runs a lot of misdirection stuff and real creative. I, I mean, don't know if that's like a you know, need. I mean, you know? we do have a lot of options of catching the ball. You have Shaheen, you have uh, Trey Burden, you know, like we the receivers we just named and A-Rob, um, Miller, and Gabriel. Yeah, there's a lot of pass catchers, but another wide, like you said, another, another big, big wide receiver, receiver would be good for the team. But, again, going back to the defense now with Amos and Callahan, I mean, we've already talked about this on the podcast, and we both had said that, uh, actually, no, you were, Cal- you were Team Callahan, I was Team Amos. I, I just see, well, we were talking about this downstairs uh, last week. Yeah. We were talking before, uh, when we didn't record, we were just hanging out. Um, I, I'm i team whatever's doable, too. You know what I mean? I, I want to keep one of them, and I'm just team Landon Collins. That's If that's a possibility, and I think that they're really moving some, uh, some, some cap around to make it work. So... That that's what I, I'm. I'm team Collins. You know, if if that's an option, that defense just becomes so much scarier on the back end with Jackson and Landon Collins. I mean, can right. you imagine? Um, with that said, I am a smash Amos guy too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna be mad if they bring him back. Right. But also, the way the safety market's looking now, like it's really starting to move the needle too. I mean, there's a lot of good talent out there. I mean, Eric Well just got cut. Yesterday. He did say, though, if he uh, got cut, he was going to pack up shop. Yeah, I wonder about that, though. I mean, obviously, when, you know, it's easy to say that, and then you get offered, you know, $3 million or something, and you're like, ah, come back, you know. Also, if I'm not mistaken, did he, he did play with Chuck Pagano, too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, so, I mean. He did. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I wonder what the Bears are going to do, because, you know, Landon, Con- I think I saw this awesome thing that the New York Giants are going to pay Eli Manning $17 million next year and Landon Collins zero. And I just thought that was funny, you know. Yeah, they're the Giants. I wonder too, like, what where are they going with the? They have two ex- the quarterback market too. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Right. Like they're they're not even really trying to have a quarterback. That in this draft, they pretty much said it. If they don't like anybody, I think they're picking what seven, seven or it's like something six like or seven. that. If they don't like any of the quarterbacks, they even told their fan base they're like, uh, we're not going to pick one. We're right. just going to roll with Eli again. Um, Kyler you know, Murray. He's like old as hell. Well, Ky- Kyler Murray may go to number one overall pick to that Arizona. That is such a fucking joke. Well, sorry, bud. No, I. I mean, bust. I, well, and then and they just drafted a quarterback with their first pick last year. Yeah, I know. Like, I I get it. Schemes change, and you know, obviously they have a new head coach, and but maybe. I mean, don't you want to see like Josh Rosen with like some stability? Like at all? I think he's had give him since high school. And, uh... Since high school, he's had like seven different head coaches or something stupid. He's like a that. coach killer. It's his fault. I, I'm joking. I'm well, joking. <laughs> I'm saying maybe the I feel Giants... bad for the kid, man. And and this this is it, that's not just me like backing my guy because I actually thought last year that he was going to be like a good quarterback for for Arizona, but. I I just don't. The guys had bad luck to me. That's that's like the I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a Cardinals fan. I can't sit well, and talk. They, they can all that. go to hell. They just I was t- we're t- sitting here talking hypotheticals. Maybe the Giants trade for for him. I don't know. I doubt it. But it'd be interesting to see what to talk about. You, you, you get that young quarterback with a young star yeah. receiver and a young star running back, and then see what what could happen. You know, I mean, it's a, it's an option. It'd be interesting to see where Nick Foles goes. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's dude, a, I know. Yeah. Like, is that the guy that goes to Jacksonville and then kind of revitalizes that defense? Truth be told, to... I have a great landing spot for Nick Foles. Where? I say we trade him here, the Bears. And I say we bench him, and he never gets to fucking play again after what happened <laughs> in the playoff game. Well, I, I, never again! If Shrimp Dick Parky doesn't miss a chip shot kick, I mean... Did you see we signed a dude named Chris Blewett or something? Yeah, Ray, Ray Finkel's next, man. This is fun. Ray Finkel's coming in. And his a... career kicking percentage, Blewett's career kicking percentage was 69%. <laughs> nice. You can't make that shit up, dude. Nice. Now, don't we have Redford Jones or some shit? Nice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get into why Detroit pissed you off. Oh, I can't, can't wait. So, all week... Was in the land of Detroit, hanging out with all the Lions fans. It's a sad group. They're a sad group. Listening to Detroit uh, sports radio all week while while I drove around servicing accounts from a day job, and uh, the the guy I'm not even gonna name names or name the station because God forbid I I know who it was anyway because they were stupid the whole time. They're talking about the Detroit Lions and how they could take a quick jump and get back into the top of the division. And they called the Bears, listen to this buzz, they called the Bears a one-hit wonder. Can you, like, like they're fucking, like, like they're fucking music, like they're fucking Hanson. Like they're fucking Hanson. So, so they're, so what, are they putting a lot of, are they putting a lot of marbles into the, uh, the Minnesota Viking bag? Because I know it ain't going to be them. Well, this is their thought process. They have Rogers? a decent they have a decent amount of um cap space. They do. So there a lot of Antonio Brown talk out there about swapping cuz they have the 8th pick. Okay, who's going to who's going to get him the ball? <laughs> Matthew St- See did, this is did the, this is the funniest have Megatron? thing. Did he have Megatron? This, this is the funniest thing about Detroit. Matthew Stafford pretty much like has the key to the city. Like that guy can he can't do anything wrong. They love him. And they've given him all that money, and they they're stuck with him. Like that's, but Detroit has been so snake bit when it comes to good quarterbacks for forever that like this guy obviously breaks all the records because it's like it's like Jay Cutler when we had Cutler. Like of course he's gonna have the most passing yards as a bear like ever. The best because quarterback we had was Red Granger. Right, it's freaking <laughs> Sid Luckman in nineteen thirty eight. Like I mean, come Red on. Granger's running back, my bad. Yeah, and then Sid Luckman and then Jim McMahon. Right, like the last. Mitch Trubisky made the Pro Bowl this year, and the last bear to do that was Jim McMahon. Like that's <laughs> that's 1985. That that's we weren't even alive, Buzz. Jay Cutler was robbed. Well, countless right, times. Well, well, Jay Cutler made a Pro Bowl when he was with Denver. That's why he's a which he's a fucking well, star whatever. on Barry but Cavalier here, now. Here, which he is. <laughs> he's that Fuck that's a whole other conversation we could have today. But just just to go, I, I hate that. We get labeled like that when that defense was so damn elite in in an era of the NFL where nobody plays defense. Oh, it's the same as the NFL is shaping up to be kind of like the NBA. It's, How many points can right. we score? Well, you know you that's have, every sport. Though. You've got some defenses. Think about it. You got some defenses that are you know are good, but you don't see too many elite ones like the Bears last year, and they were super elite. And you know what? The Rams had some moments too where they were super goddamn elite. You can make the argument too that baseball is trying to do things in they're their rules the too. The to... pit, they're doing the shit with the pitch clock, and, right. that, and that's driving up runs in the minor leagues right. because the pitchers don't have enough time to get comfortable, you know, on the mound. So I mean, <laughs> it's because the new generation of sports fans 
don't have any fucking patience because they have Amazon Prime mm-hmm. and shit on their phone where they can order something and it comes right to them. And there's no patience involved with anything that takes patience with anything. No, that's, stop well, changing that's, that's my the world fucking we live sports. In. That's the world we live in. I'm just saying, stop changing my fucking sports. I can wait a, a week or two for a hat to come in. I don't need to Amazon Prime it and have it here in the fucking same day. I mean, it, or, you know. God, I'm sorry. Go on. Thanks, Bezos. That just fucking Jack. pissed me off, man. <laughs> no, I... So, Detroit, like, come on, dude. Like, I swear, dude, you go to Detroit and all these Lions fans are like Kid Rock-looking stupid motherfuckers. Like, ah, they have no... American fans! They have no idea about football. It's it's funny as hell. Like, all these all these guys from Detroit, too, that, that sit there and talk about Mitch Trubisky, like, they've watched tons of games with... We've been to a million games to watch Mitch Trubisky. We know what we got. Yeah. We got a damn good quarterback who's, who's learning improving. on the fly. Right. They they got Matthew Stafford. That guy has peaked. You, you you've realized what that guy is. I mean, personally, I've seen Matthew Stafford probably ten or twelve times in my life. Matthew Stafford, or probably is, eight times actually. Matthew Stafford is the doorman who opens up the door when you're leaving the hotel and puts your bags in there and says, "Have a good one," and then you drive away with the win. That is Matthew Stafford. <laughs> that is Matthew Stafford. Like he's going to hand you the ball three, four times when you play him at Soldier Field. And you're gonna you're gonna win. So until you get rid of that guy to call us a one hit wonder, like you did you get these guys' names? No, I I, well, I I do, but I don't want to mention it on here because uh. I, I I know because if I re- trust me, it stupidity. It, it was it, every day I listened to it so I could laugh. It, it was really fun, and I, I didn't know this. Poor poor, they're they're tearing down the Joe. Joe Louis Arena is finally coming down. It's the oh, is it this week? So oh, which I is... felt bad for them. So maybe like the stupidity was fueled by losing like, you know, an icon type arena. But... It's in Detroit. Can't be that iconic. Well, okay. <laughs> that's ah. You got my snap this morning driving yes, through Eight Mile. Yes, I did. That was all I could think is Eight Mile, fault, it ain't my fault. <laughs> Eight Mile song. You know, I just. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I oh, saw that. Man. So me and I know I didn't. Shit. I wasn't. I was mad. I was more mad earlier. But now that I think about it, man, I just laugh. Yeah, those like, people, it's just it's just stupidity. Those people don't. They can't be. You know what I can relate it to? I can relate it to idiot Cub and idiot Sox fans. Yeah, it's all. They same. can't be happy. No, right. For whoever and like like I said, I mean I'm I I gotta say I'd be the same way too when it came to the Packers. If the Packers were doing good, oh, they're one hit wonder. F them. I know that we have to like kind of be somewhat professional when we talk about it on here, but like I. It makes my body hurt when I have to say that the we Packers don't have to might be, be somewhat professional. We can say what we want. Oh, we can? Yeah. Oh, the Packers will never be good again. They suck. They're going to sell the team. I would love I it. have inside information the Packers are going to be selling the team in the next two years. Ooh. Yeah, they're going to sell it to you the moon. You heard it here first. They're going to sell it to the moon. <laughs> and then we're going to blow up the moon. <laughs> Elon Musk is just going to send them into space. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I am so down for that, dude. Yeah. I No, I'm with you on that. I, I just... It, <laughs> the stupidity of all week and listening to it was like... these. It's like... You feel bad because these guys just never sat and took the time to watch Mitch Trubisky or see what Mitch Trubisky was, or well, you know the. I mean, the Bears did what they did last year with maybe twenty five percent of their playbook put in. In my opinion, I think Matt Nagy's a genius, and I think as this keeps going, he's just going to create wrinkle after wrinkle after wrinkle with this offense, and it's only going to get better. I think so, that people come up with their opinions on Mitch because of what national media has done to the kid, and they and this is like the one time that they choose to ignore the stats. You know what I mean? Mitch finished, what, in the top five in QBR or something right. like that? <laughs> so, he I mean, was a pro bowler. So, I mean, what are we talking about? 
You know, like, and that—that's the thing. Is like that—that's a segment too. Now, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What the fuck are we talking oh, I like about? That. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that. That's some bullshit, man. I hate—I hate hearing that shit. That—that that really, really pisses me. I'll off. I'll tell you what, it was damn entertaining though. It really was. Just—just just to listen to like the stupidity, and it makes you feel good about yourself, because you're like, I—I I actually like have some substance to what I'm talking about. You know, it, it makes you—it makes you feel better at this than their job. Right, and yeah, they that... get paid to be like on radio for like six hours. Like, all week, I was like, how do these guys, like, they're talking about, like, the Detroit Tigers and some of their, like, top prospects. And I'm like, these are some basic, basic adjectives that they're learning, they're, they're talking about to describe these guys. I'm like, have you not watched? Well, yeah, because what? no one in Detroit can afford cable. Well, that's that's, that's <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> then we got him in the hotels. Yeah, and I hate the Tigers too, so I don't want to hear shit about them. Yeah, well, that's a cool park to go to. Though. It you is. Got to go there. America? America is amazing. Yeah, I bet it is yeah, amazing. It's a good time. I bet it's gonna be amazing when I show up in a sock shirt, start smacking people. Yeah, cool when they play. I'm gonna it's walk a good in. time. Yeah, I'm not gonna be one of those douchebags that walk in with a sock shirt when they're not playing. But if they, when they are playing, I'm going in hot, going in hot. But uh, so speaking their of food, though, C minus. I went there in last year. And uh, for pizza, they have Little Caesars. I'm like, are you kidding? Oh, my God. Little Caesars is, like, everywhere in Detroit. Oh that, that just shows how bad your city is when, like, Little Caesars have taken over. Dude, Little Caesars is trash. It's terrible. I never want to sponsor. And I mean, they could offer us $5 million and their a year, owner, and I, I, I get no. it. Like, I think their owner, like, the owner of Little Caesars is actually from Detroit. And, like, that's where, like, the oh, whole yeah? thing started. So he's used to shit. And the new, well, yeah. And then the new <laughs> the new Red Wings arena is called Little Caesars Arena. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because It's all, actually yeah. really nice. It's, I, it's I, really bet, I bet it is. But that's where, like, basketball and hockey go to die. cheese because that's, it's so damn hard that's where, that's where, like, basketball and hockey go to die. Like, well, not maybe not hockey. Detroit basketball. The Red Wings have been pretty good. But, like, basketball, like, that. If, if you're playing on the Pistons, like, Pistons that's, where you go right to, too. that's where it goes over. Yeah. That's, where, that's where you're done. But transitioning in after talking about the Tigers, I do want to announce something right now. Sports Mockery is partnering up with Tick Splits for a free ticket giveaway to one of the first Cubs games of the season. Um, we will let you know more about this on the next podcast or live videos during the week, but supposedly it's going to be, from what the information I have, it's going to be a Sunday, April 14th game at 120 at Wrigley Field against the Anaheim or Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, so you guys get to go see Trout play. So be sure to be on the – well, I mean, and if you're a Cubs fan, you get to go see all the all-stars on your team, but Mike Trout coming to town. Any, anytime you get to see a 10-war player is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, maybe he might be, at the end of it, the best baseball player we've ever seen. Yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm, I say right now I think he's the GOAT, and he hasn't really done shit yet. Yeah. He's still on his way up. But uh, this is uh, going to be, again, Sunday, April 14th, 1.20 p.m., Cubs against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Stay tuned. Sports Mockery is p- partnering up with Tick Splits for a free ticket giveaway. Um, so we will let you know more information on this next week on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. So you guys got two chances to win tickets to, to baseball games here. You have the Outcast Bracket Challenge, and then you have uh, this awesome promotion that Tick Splits and Sports Mockery are doing together. We're too good to you people. Too damn good. Too damn good. So speaking of spring training baseball. Yeah, can't wait. That fucking sucks, huh? Why? Oh, I bet it. I just been the socks upset me. Tell me about it. Tell, I'm I'm gonna play. This is our new segment where we're just flying segments the, that probably won't be on next. No, week. throughout the, throughout the week, <laughs> throughout throughout the year, because now that you don't have Manny Machado, I have to serve as your baseball therapist. So I will sit here with a clipboard each week and listen to you whine and moan. Yeah. About your White Sox, and and I'll ask you, how does this feel? How uh. How does this make you feel? Do you feel um, that you're crushed? 
you, your emotions feel like they're getting the best of you, Buzz? Um, I don't feel good, Juice. I okay, don't, tell I, me. Yeah, I t- don't feel good. Now tell me why you don't feel good. So, um, Eloy has underperformed. Eloy has underperformed. T- tell me how that makes you feel. Um, it makes me feel bad, Juice. It okay. Makes me feel bad. Mankata has struck out like nine times in nineteen plate appearances. Tell me why Mankata makes you feel bad. Because he keeps fucking striking out. Okay. All right. His on-base percentage ain't bad. But... What can you, Buzzweed, do about Yoan Mankata's strikeout ability? I could trade him immediately. Okay. okay. If he keeps keep his shit up. I, I still keep have going. faith in him. Um, I'm going to play awesome therapist for, for forever. Carson right? Fulmer is hot and cold again. Came out, looked all right. I uh, had, uh, I think, two strikeouts in, or four strikeouts in two innings the other day. Um, which was all right. Dylan Cease came aboard. He pitched a pretty good – he only did one inning play, but he, he pitched real well. Um, people were really excited that Nick Madrigal flew out to left field. Interesting. Yeah, because he got the ball off the – you know, didn't hit the ground right away. went in the air. Oh. So that was good. Um, Why was that good? Because <laughs> maybe he can hit a baseball farther than I Okay, can. there we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh other than that, man, I've been pretty fucking great. <laughs> you know, I don't like. <laughs> you, it's been like you, you feel like I feel like you are the dog in in the meme that this is fine and everything is burning around you. Yeah, everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, dude, I'm sitting here like Eloy comes up right, and I'm like, chub, instant chub. Like, yeah. just this is fucking great. Here's Eloy, one seventy six. I'm like, ah, okay, that's okay. He did make. He did hit a homer yesterday. He also. I, I did saw it. on Twitter, and this was funny. I was scrolling through some Eloy talk on. Uh, I I just put him in on on the on the search bar, and I was like, "Oh, Jimenez!" After I'd heard that he's you know hitting one. What's he in one seventy six? And somebody compared Eloy Jimenez to Felix Pa. Oh. Dude. I went. Well, this is way too early, bro. Come on, man. That ain't funny. Like Felix Pa. That's not funny. No. Like. That's too much. I, I was a firm Felix PA believer too. Him and Corey Patterson are like my greatest Cub misses ever. Like I thought Corey Patterson was gonna hit like three hundred with twenty home runs and steal like ten thousand bases. Never did that. But to call Eloy Jimenez, who looks like a Greek god, Felix PA, you clowning, bro. Like you clowning. Like come on. Man- but and then back to Mankata, he hasn't been doing bad. He's he's batting three eighty nine. You know. Uh, his on-base percentage is high, 476. Um, he's got a double. He's got a triple. He's got seven hits and 21 plate appearances. But it's it's the strikeouts, man. It's 9Ks. You know, I just don't want him to keep striking out. That's not too much to ask. Like, start getting – come on. Have better control. Self, you know, and a lot of the calls they did I, – I think it was right side. What's his slugging percentage like for the spring training, though? I thought he's, he's, he's hitting a lot of doubles. 556. I saw a lot of doubles earlier. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of his OPS in that. is up there too, man. So I mean, it's like I said, you you need him to hit for average and be that guy. Though. And not you do. If like, he's you really need two, him to be if that If he's going to be a two hitter, he can't strike out all the time. No, no that's, that, that's just period, dude. He can't strike out if he's going to be in the two hole. He maybe, can't. Maybe you're looking at like Nick Madrigal eventually being like your two hole hitter. If he could get the fucking ball off the ground. Well, that's that's the thing. Well, he's young. <laughs> he's young. He's a young guy. Like, give him, give him a break. I'm here, scared, buddy. man. I'm guy. scared. I like him. I in the field. He and this was great. the thing too. I wanted to talk about on the last one. You know, we we talked about the Machado stuff on the most recent episode and how yeah. terrible that was. Was it Herb just on the last one? Yeah, but like talking about this is this is like the one red flag that I don't think we got into. The fact that the same guy who was fifty million dollars off 
in the negotiations is the same guy who's traded for these guys and been like the like it's a possibility that this guy also can't read talent. Like that's that is. I mean, and, and that's that's, that's got to be scary for a White Sox fan. Like it, at least well, Theo comes with like the resume that like you know that he's he can scout. I Him was, and Jed like know how to scout. Like this guy, like where was Rick Hahn before I, the White Sox? I was talking to B Floaf from the 108, and I don't know if you saw, but I made the tourney. Yeah, how'd I, you do? I, I got eliminated. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but I, I made. Everybody it. knows the mouse is gonna win. Yeah, the mouse is definitely gonna yeah. win. Uh, Dave is such Although a good I'm, guy. Although I'm man. rooting for I'm I'm rooting for uh, Zo because he's playing Zo, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Yeah. I'm totally team Zo. Yeah, but I mean, um, Dave is such a good guy. He's been nothing no, but no, no, yeah, he's he's, he's been cool nothing but awesome. To no, us. we 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 should talk Dave a lot just because it's funny because obviously he's a huge star now and right. You know, he's a he's a big no, but we deal, met him. But, he's good dude. Yeah, Dave's a good guy, but um, he's not a mouse. He's just he's just uh, no, he's just calculated. I will say, if we ever did meet in Portnoy, I put my middle finger in his face, see what he could do about it. Because I don't think he could do anything about it. Well, he you'd, you'd have to fight him in his skinny jeans. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But um, yeah, no. <clears throat> back to your point on Rick Hahn, I just don't. I don't know, man. And I was talking to Beef Loaf about this. I was talking to Ken W.O. about this. And Ken W.O., I'll just say this now. He, I doubt he listens, but he's, he's a douche half the time. Mm-hmm. Not, he's got decent insight, but he's just, like, so far one way, it's almost hard having a conversation with him. Sure. Like, you can't you can't be so far one way for when it backfires on you. You're just like, oh, well, you know, I said there was a possibility. Like, he's just so crazy about shit. But he, they, brought, they both brought up a good point. It's like, what, Rick Hahn has gotten a bunch of top-level prospects. We have not seen one of them pan out. Yeah, that's and that's scary as hell. You know, I mean, I mean, arguably, what do you what can you say right now? That Tim Anderson has been the best one. Yeah, and if a guy who hit two forty, two forty last I year, I think that he struck. You know, I mean, that's the gold. I think he struck gold on Lou Bob, and I'm, I I know if he gets he keeps healthy. fucking hurting himself because he slides head first like a bamboo. You know, he's fucking killing himself. Well, he's got hurt three times. Yeah, he fucking hurt his thumb again. He jammed his thumb. But I mean, kid hustles hard. No, he does. No, um, and that's that's a good thing. You know, it's just it's just a matter of like channeling that as right. Player. So I mean, I I do think that there's some players, but I mean, you know, every what, what do they say? A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Right. So I mean, I I'm gonna keep my faith, man. We have a ton of prospects that are good. We have a ton of, ton of prospects that look good. Um, I just. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say other than that. You know, like the, the guys that we've gotten to see, Zach Collins hit a homer yesterday, which was great because, you know, a lot of people were questioning him. Yeah. You know, it being the catcher of the future, or maybe he's a first baseman or, you know, something like that. Uh, oh, but, man, I'd be – this is – going into this year, it was a big year as a White Sox. Sox fan, I would be terrified. It's a big year. Because if you don't see improvement from these guys, man, some – some real questioning of Rick Hahn is gonna start, and once that starts, that's that's a tough that's a tough thing to turn Maybe around. Maybe Jerry will fire somebody. Yeah, man, that'd be funny. But how are your Cubbies doing on the North Side, man? Good, man. They it's seem good to, to be see doing great. Seems you... like Chris Bryant's hitting well, homers left and right. Your pitching looks good. That uh that interview on on six seventy with him and uh in the in the afternoon or morning show um was uh, Bernstein and McKnight was awesome. Yeah. Listening to Chris talk about hitting, you know, you can, you can really listen that he's very confident. You know, he's he's a guy who um, has kind of grown up and been a bigger voice in the clubhouse. And the interesting thing to me is, and this is, I, I want to, I know all of us as kids, you know, maybe some of us, not all of us, played uh, played like Pokemon or like Yu-Gi-Oh. 
you know, when you got those cards, like, they all had different, like, levels on them, you know? You're, you're like a level 16 Charizard or something. So, in the Cubs version, this is what I came up with. I need level 16 Chris Bryant, which means year 2016. I need level 20, or 2017 Wilson Contreras. And I need 18 Baez. Oh. If I got those... And then the model of consistency that is Anthony Rizzo? I, I'm fine. If you look at what's going on with you, Darvish. Yeah. You look at what's going on with Tyler Chatwood, Who which it? has been... Baseball Prosperitis or whatever it's called gave you guys 79 wins. 79 wins, yeah. Another another one came out. What the fuck? Pakoda, too. Yeah, well, we talked about Pakoda. This was yeah, another one. There's another one. What back the, to back. What? <laughs> I mean, are we wrong? It's a tough division. I understand, but are we I get wrong? That. Are they only going to win? Do you think they're only going to be around 79 to 85 wins? No, give me the over. I think they win 90. You think less than last year? I just think that the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Pirates, there's no. There's no but the Cubs got better. There's no, like, team to beat up on. Yeah, I understand, that. but the Cubs won 95 games with... But so did, like, the last team, and Reds, were, and... And they were hurt. Like, the Pirates... Dude, don't don't sleep on that Pirates rotation. No, I know, Pirates, yeah, I know. Like, that, that's another one, too, where, like, yeah. you look at what they're doing over there, that's that's a solid squad, too. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm going to take 90 wins just because I think that the division is so much tougher, but it wouldn't surprise me if they won 100 games. Like, the way that the whole thing works out, too, is, like, the Cubs, to me, if you look at that division, have the most depth. So they can they can forego the injuries. Look at all those, others te- those other teams. If, if, if the Cardinals lose Paul Goldsmith, it's the same team as last year. You know? Right. If, if the Brewers don't get the same production that they got out of the starting pitching in the bullpen like they did last year, you know, that's a whole different ball, t- ball club, too, because if you're taxing the bullpen – as much as you did last year, plus more, I just don't think that that holds up. And then you look at, you know, the Pirates, yeah, they got a good team and they got a good pitching staff, but do the Pirates really make you worried about, you know, the division? Yeah, they might take two out of three from you, and that might move you down the ranks, but to me, they're not a threat to win the division. And then you look at the Reds, and the Reds are trying to piece together whatever they can with Sonny Gray and with... uh, you know, Yasiel Puig and, and uh, Cap 2. Good pickup. Which, yeah, like, they, they have a, a way better team than they did last year. But then again, too, they're asking for a lot of players to, A, keep up with what they did last year or overperform. Where, where the Cubs, they can they can have a bad John Lester year. And if you Darvish is who he is and Tyler Chatwood's a little better, or Cole Hamels is, you know, your ace, or, you know, maybe we get the best version of Jose Quintana. Maybe maybe one of those five guys end up being, like, the top three, and if, that's really all you need. If you guys even get 75 to 80% of what Jose Quintana was with the Sox, watch out. There's a lot of talk that, like, Quintana, this is the best he's looked in a really long time. I was going to say, watch out. That's, and he's, he's, a, he's a damn good, good pitcher. pitcher. No, I, I'm with you on that. What do you I think, think about, speaking of pitchers, what do you think about Hendricks' comments on 670 when uh, they asked him about uh, Lester being the opening day starter? He said he marched into Joe's office and threw a temper tantrum, started throwing shit everywhere. So I thought that was funny. I, I've, I've done a lot. Obviously, you know I know my Cubs. Everybody who gets on the – they always ask these questions, who's the most competitive? Kyle Hendricks is by far the most competitive on that team. They talk about who's the best at things, and, like, Kyle Hendricks beats everybody at everything. He's the best at ping pong. He's, like, the best at, like, when they play stupid games and card games and stuff. He's very competitive. And I guess that they all have, like, a fantasy football league, too, that they do. 
and he tries to win that every year. Like, he's crazy into it. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that, like, maybe jokingly he's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, it's fun. But, that, it's but fun. Kyle Hendricks, dude, like, that may be the best pitcher that everybody forgets about. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, he's just the model, like you were talking about with, like, uh, Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo and Kyle Hendricks are both versions of pitching and hitting consistency. Well, I mean, no, notice why you didn't mention them when you were going on your spiel. On no, because I know what I'm getting out of them. Because of consistency. I'm getting 30 home runs out of Anthony Rizzo, and he's going to hit at least 270. You know what's like, that's fun? That's just who he is. It's fun that you guys have fun, and I just sit here depressed. Well, I, I mean, this is this is this works. We get the we get the vegetables out of the way, and I get to be the steak. I'm until just... until Eloy comes up, and then we can we can talk a lot about. Hey, in the last couple of weeks, been a lot of White Sox talk, not a lot of Cubs talk. Yeah, it's because like. Well, it's because your GM was fifty million dollars off. Of yeah, the I mean, it wasn't for good deal, reasons. But... It wasn't no, for good but, reasons at but all. But still, I, I, while while this year is very daunting for a White Sox fan, and I would be really worried. I also would have some optimism that, you know, Rick Hahn has put these guys in, in position. You know, that's, this is what you got, man. You got Eloy. You got Lubob. You got Dylan Cease. You got Kopech. Yep. You got Madrigal. You got, you know, Anderson. This is what you got, man. Nobody's walking through that door now. You know, you're not, you're not spending money next year, and if you do, maybe it's not a pitcher. You know, you're not, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> this is what you got. You know, oh, let's hope what we got will do it, man, you know? Last year and this year were a lot about figuring out who's going to fit. And I think this year, more than any year for the White Sox, is who stays, who goes. Because right. there's going to be a time where you realize, and, and this is the goal for any franchise ever, to realize that your prospect isn't the guy that you thought you were getting, and then you move on before anybody else in the major leagues finish, figures that out. Yeah, I agree with and that. there's going to be some guys on this squad if it's not if it's not Lou Bob, if it's not you know Tim Anderson, oh. if it's not you know that's just another year of hardships. That's if all. it's not Collins, if it's not um, Berger, where you're looking at, you're like, hey, yeah, you don't I fit, am, dude. I will be reaching out to Jake Berger next week to be on. The yeah, show, you so. know, and that's the thing. You know, I, your hope is that they all hit, but I mean, for every for every Chris Bryant that came through my. My uh, my farm system. There's a Josh Vitters, you know. What I mean that that didn't work out. That I thought was going to be the guy. Right. And that's what you do. You throw you throw all your darts. You have all your darts in your hand. You throw them at the board, and then the ones that are closest to the bullseye are the ones you keep, and the ones that you you know hit the wall are the ones that you tried to hand to somebody else before they figure it out. I feel you on that. So hey, it's what it is, man. Well, let's get into our tick blitz stat of the week. TickSplits is an online marketplace where you can buy tickets for games, concerts, and or events. Using the promo code MOCKER, you can get yourself 10% off at TickSplits.com. The TickSplits Tick stat of the week is Tim Anderson has been on absolute fire this spring. He's batting 474. 474 with a home run, three doubles, one triple, five RBIs, and 19 appearances at the plate. So, let's move on to the Bulls, man. Let's move on to the Bulls. I don't know if we're going to touch Blackhawks this week because that was just a... A shit show, and I don't know if I'm ready to talk about how they went and won a bunch of games, and then <laughs> and and now they have a bad draft. They're gonna not have a good draft pick anymore. Well, either way. So you know, it's just funny to me that Blackhawks fans that were calling for everybody to be fired this year then believed in the team. Now they don't believe in the team again. Cracks well. me up. But um, so getting into the Bulls real quick here, man. They're on the national TV for the first or the last time tonight. I believe it was their third appearance this year on national TV. We're talking about a major NBA market. Their third appearance on national TV. 
being on ESPN against the Philadelphia 76ers here tonight, um, which is Wednesday. Actually uh, tied at half, 57-57. Yeah, 57-57. I want to talk a little bit about Lowry marketing over his last 10 games. He's averaging 23 points, 12 boards, 3 assists, uh, shooting 42% from the field. Lowry has been fantastic. Him and Zach Levine both are playing off of each other at a high level. Um, Otto Porter Jr., since his nine games being with the Bulls at 18 points a game, um, six rebounds and three assists. He He's really brought a lot of things together here. Um, they've been winning ball games, Juice. They're still slated to pick, I think, around four. It's like, you know, they obviously with the new rules, they have a chance to have number one, of course, more than they did in the past. But um, they're going to be anywhere. That, I don't think they're going to catch Atlanta for the fifth. By the time the season's over, we're already at game 65. Tonight is game 65. The next game will be game 66. But um, I just want to say one thing that Jim Boylan, maybe did I jump down his throat a little too much because it does seem like he's getting a lot out of his players. Or did the players that were already put in this franchise finally get start to get to gel together? Zach and Lowry learning each other's games. Zach's been healthy for a large part of the se- portion of the season. Lowry's been consistent since he's come back since missing the first three weeks, first month of the season. So, um, you know, Otto Porter Jr. came in and fit like a glove because he did exactly what we needed him to do. So when you're looking here, Juice, I like the core pieces that we're seeing. And even though I hated on the Otto Porter trade at first, I will eat my words right now. Old takes takes exposed. It has panned out so far uh, for the team if they wanted to win games. And being in that fourth spot, you still, in the draft, you still have a lot of uh, talent, whether it's Zion or whoever. Uh, you still have an R.J. Barrett, a Cam Reddish, a Darius Garland. Um, yeah, you believe in that kid. Uh, Garland? Garland? I'm more of a believer in Garland than I am John Morant. Yeah, I think they're the same player. I, I really, think, I, I, I just, I, Garland I don't, could shoot better. Yeah, he can. Um, and I think he, that compliments He really Zach. lacks in the in the explosiveness, though. I, I, I do like Garland. I watched a little bit of him this week because I was – seeing him pop up in mock drafts left and right, and I haven't had a chance to watch him at Vanderbilt because who's watching Well, I mean, he's Vanderbilt been hurt, so, I mean, the YouTube, you know, but, yeah, I've, I've been I, watching him, and he... Uh, I've been seeing his name a lot, and that was my my question to you, you know, is do you think that that's maybe a guy that the Bulls are looking at? You I know, do. I, I, and that's the thing, too. You know, John Moran has been all the talk, but, I mean, this this kid looks like he could play a little bit. He can play, and uh, unfortunately, he's hurt. And um, you know, we only got to see. I think, oh man, I, I don't, I don't remember how many games it was. I think it was like five games or something like that. I, I want to say, but um, long story short, with the kid, he he could shoot the rock. He was yeah, shooting. He, can the, shoot. he was shooting from three at forty-seven. And you know what? I do like that. If you watch what the Bulls are doing now, Zach Levine has the ball in his hand a lot. He's doing this play kid. Making can play off the ball. And that's why I think Otto Porter fits so well in this offense. Right. I think that you just add another guy like that, and you the primary touches go to your Lowry Market and your Zach Levines, and then you have perfect complements around them, such as Wendell Carter Jr., who could step out and hit, Otto Porter Jr., who could step out and hit, and then a Darius Garland. We don't need another ball-dominant guard because we, we're watching what's happening to Chris Dunn right now. Yeah, the problem with the, a lot of this, too, is – yeah, it's a great team you're putting together, but it just seems destined to be like the fourth seed. You know what I mean? Like, and there's nothing wrong well, that, with that, that. That's what happens when stars join each other right, in this league. Right. You know, and that's the. I mean, the NBA is broken in that sense, and that's not the Bulls' fault. But the problem is, is if you're a team like the Bulls and you're not Golden State and you're not like Houston 
or L.A. where you have, like, the guy, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, that's the – you're pretty much just hoping that whoever you you draft is, like, the next Kevin Durant, and then you have another problem because – Now you're going to be able to keep him. You're going to uh, – right. Like, that's the – I know, dude. So the league needs to do something about that because while the NBA is growing, and like we were talking about, I don't know if you've got a chance to listen to my six-pack of the pod. I did. But – the marketing for the NBA and the level of growth that we've seen from the basketball like standpoint and, and young kids, like it's, it's outgrowing a lot of, of the four major sports. And to me, it's the least competitive. I don't and think, that's, yeah. and that's, that's a problem. I don't think it's competitive at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's just, not, I agree with you. It's, it's, you know, so, but, but you look at, you know, the younger generation, they, they don't. They like to watch the best players together, you know, and that's. But like I said on the podcast, for them, you know, that's what they're conditioned to do now. Oh man, Chris no one, Dunn. no one oh. even comes out. No one no, comes out. Shouldn't. He blew a game winning yeah. shot the other night. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, I don't um, know what's going on. He's man. a backup point guard. Yeah, it that's sucks. just what he is. I, I saw but, potential when we first got him, but I don't he can play. So. He's he's a he's a guy who comes off the bench and. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Your guy Ryan Archie. He should be starting. Yeah, well, over the last hey, over the last month, he that, was in an offense. He but that kid, a number one. But that kid is the guy, and and correct me if I'm wrong, who is like the dumb kid in the class who gets paired up like in the group project, and just rides his way all the way to like wrong. I do know I'm right. I can so see good. it in your he's face. So good. I can see it in your face, he's buddy. So good. Like he's the guy in the group project who does nothing, gets the A, and then like. It's like, oh, look how There's kidding. no stat for heart, hustle, muscle. Baby. He had, he was in the other game the other night. He attempted, he was one of four. Yeah. He played 36 minutes. Yeah. He had two points, eight assists. I think he, he had no turnovers, which is, hey, that's who he is. I think he had four fouls, but he didn't, he had made no impact when he was out there. Did it translate to a dub? They, they won. Okay. They won, Talking but, but that, it's just not that's not how this works that's not how this works Ryan that's not how any of this works Ryan Archidiakono is a unicorn I'm yeah oh man I'm in the next it's just his horn broke I'm in the next I'm in the next topic I can't talk see we should have talked about this guy there's two names in in basketball that just well three names that just eke me which we should talk about the third one that I mentioned in a second Kirk Heinrich Ryan Archidiakono and LeBron James you, Which we should talk about LeBron on, James right Kirk now. you put Kirk in the same breath as LeBron? Yes. Oh, you're fucked. I have to. That's fucking stupid. I have to. That's... Uh, oh, God. How, how about what's going on there, dude? That's... What, in the Lakers? That's a story, dude. Yeah, that's, that's actually... That was going to be my outcast of the week. That Okay, we'll, we'll wait on that then. Yeah. Unless you want to do it now. No, we can do it right now. Because it's, it's right about now. time anyway. So, the outcast Down. of the week is LeBron James. Again. He's a three-time champ. <laughs> yeah. Because this guy doesn't give a shit. And the reason he's the outcast of the week is for one play and one play only. Oh, when he the let the board. ball roll all the way down oh, the court. You... <laughs> not even throwing it off the backboard like he doesn't give a shit. He let the ball roll all the way down the court so the clock didn't start. Picked it up and chucked up a three and missed. Yeah. Game on the line. Well. Didn't even it... try. And, and time left to set something up. But please tell me how he mentors these young kids. I love every I love every second of it. Please let me know how LeBron James mentors. He, is, he has proved every single step of what we thought he was from the beginning. He's a fraud. LeFraud James. LeFraud. 
I didn't hate him. I don't hate was, him when, either. I did I not. No, I didn't. When I he think was he's a Cleveland. great player, but I think he's just somebody who isn't. He's not a leader, and he's not somebody that, at the end of the day, you can trust to mentor young players like that. You you can't. <laughs> he's a polarizing type teammate, dude. He, ah. Like I said, you know what's gonna be I, funny I'm, at the I'm end? Of, you know, everybody talked about how big of a douche Michael Jordan was at the end of his career. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to hear what people say, teammate wise. Who, like, Mike at least was a douche, and they won. Kyrie like, Irving wanted away from him. Kyrie's one of the top players in the league. Yeah, but Kyrie's also a douche. Kyrie's also a douche. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm. I want to hear from like. But two douches don't make listen, a douchebag. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear from like. Kyle Corver. Mario what Chalmers. Kyle Corver like thought of him. I wonder what Mario Chalmers oh, thought Ma- of him. Mario Chalmers. He's, man, he's, he's probably coming in the bathroom and beat the shit out of me after games, man. That guy's probably in like a mental <laughs> institution right now. He ruined him. Uh, Poor Mario Chalmers. Like uh, they him and Dwayne Wade used to walk up the court and just belittle him right in front of everybody. Oh yeah. Like national TV belittling. And and as we talk about this, you know, LeBron's twelve points away from yeah, and 179 Passing, games yeah. more played or some right. shit like yeah. that. Yeah, MJ's a goat. MJ, there's no question. There'll never be another MJ. There'll never be no. another. Yeah, no, there'll never be another never. goat. Never. Not never. with this style of basketball. Never. Maybe, Dude, maybe if maybe look how if stupid. Jimmy I know. Butler I was just gonna say thing. maybe if Jimmy Butler can like channel his inner Mr. Miyagi, he could he could average like 30. He just fouled Lowry, <laughs> by the way, too. But it, it's just so funny to me. I, it's so funny to me with these headbands it's like oh i dribble the ball up and i dribble the ball down up down up down up down shot 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 like what the fuck is this man what are these new headbands i don't get it remember when it was cool to look cool it looks like a douche they just came from karate oh i didn't know he was in karate he's not with mark Wahlberg. yeah right fucking douchebags (laughs) i love mark get him get him lowry that's a three i love mark don't don't talk crap about Wahlberg. who marky mark and the funky bunch oh yeah fuck him because he's friends with fucking Jimmy Butler, and I don't like Jimmy Butler anymore after what, the shit that he said and the shit that he did and the diva he became. Hey, chicken, I just want to talk to you. <laughs> All right. Say hello to your mother for me. Oh, my God. Oh, I love SNL. All Andy right. Samberg, you ever see that? That is. Where he makes good, fun of... Yes. Oh, it's, that's, that's, that's a, a good one. That's one of the greatest SNL that. skits of, like, the later years. Oh, it's great. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, be sure you are signing up for the Outcast Bracket Challenge. It is on our live video on Twitter on the SM Outcast page. Be sure the link is down below of that. I had posted it, so be sure to click on that, sign up, follow the page if you're not already, uh, the Twitter page that is, and subscribe anywhere you can. Screenshot it, send it to us, and you're entered in to win tickets to either a Cubs or Sox game on a weekend, or whatever day works for you, I guess. We could always you know, hook you up if you, if you win and you don't have weekends off. Either way, whatever. either way. Uh, be sure you're on sportsmockery.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs. Be sure you're checking out checking out ticksblitz.com. Uh, and like I said, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, check us out on YouTube. We're on Sports Mockery YouTube. Sweet. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. You can follow me at SM Busby. You can follow my dude Juice at SM Juice Man. And most Juice. importantly, the Juice Man. at SM Outcast is what you need to follow. you have any parting words before we head on out of here? Detroit sucks. You heard the man. Fuck Detroit. We'll be back next week, yo.